Welcome to Simulcast. I'm Victoria Brazel. I'm Ben Simon. I'm Jesse Spur. I'm Jess Stokes Parish, and you're listening to Simulcast. Connecting the healthcare simulation community. So welcome to Simulcast. I'm Victoria Brazel, and today I'm talking with Deborah Nestel about an exciting new initiative, and that is the International Journal of Healthcare Simulation. Now, many of you will know Deborah Nestel. Of course, she's been on Simulcast before, but she's the Professor of Simulation Education in Healthcare at Monash University, as well as a variety of other things. She's a director of the NetSim program and the lead for the Simulated Patient Network. Uh, now, Deborah, how are you? I'm very well, thanks, Vic. Really nice to speak with you, um, hopefully towards the end of the pandemic, but I'm thinking that's really wishful thinking that it's near the end. Yes, we've got to keep our optimism up, though, don't we, indeed? Well, this is a very exciting time for you, and we'll talk a little bit about your specific role in publishing, I think, as we go. But just for our listeners, I'm going to give you this website straight up front, the International Journal of Healthcare Simulation. That's www.ijohs.com. And we're going to be talking about this new entrant in the uh, era in the area of healthcare simulation publishing. Well, Deborah, tell us a little bit about this journal. What are you hoping to achieve? What's the aim, philosophy, background? Where do we start? So let me begin by stating that there's a tagline to the, the journal and it's advances in theory and practice. So that gives a little bit of a hint as to where this new international journal of healthcare simulation is directed. Healthcare simulation research that really advances um, our understanding about theory and how it contributes to simulation-based practices. Not more of the same. We know that simulation works. What we're trying to do is to provide a forum for uh, publishing literature that helps us understand how it works and why it works better under some conditions. So really looking at optimization. And, you know, I've said we know simulation works. Well, sometimes it actually doesn't work very well, and we want to understand those conditions as well. I guess if I was to characterise it, we've got a particular interest in qualitative research, and like any research, it ha- the design has to, research design has to be fit for purpose. So I don't want to present us as just a qualitative um, research journal. That's so not our positioning. Mm. What we want to ensure is that um, we welcome and we value as much as um, any other research design qualitative research. Mm, absolutely. And I'm going to give uh, some nice words here on the website as well. Uh, The International Journal of Healthcare Simulation provides a forum to share scholarly practice for advances in simulation across diverse applications in health and social care. You've mentioned uh, a little bit of a focus on qualitative approaches, and I think really hearing a why, who, how, in what situations, uh, but you've also gone diverse in terms of the range of practitioners you've focused on. As you said, clearly we've got our sort of health and social care professionals and educators, uh, psychologists, sociologists, engineers, information technologists, economists, uh, really looking for diversity, recognising, I suppose, that simulation is now um, butting up against and integrating with many other uh, disciplines or fields of endeavour. Is that right? Absolutely. It sits in a really complex system and we want to try to give voice to those uh, 
um, other participants in our healthcare simulation practice that um, um, often not heard and not sometimes not even considered. So, um, yeah, it's really very exciting for us. And I, I guess I'll, I'll just pick up on that whole notion of diversity. We um, are thinking about diversity in a, a really um, broad way. So, yes, the practitioners, um, the readers of the journal, the contributors to the journal, the reviewers of the journal, um, but also in the simulation modalities um, that it's not a journal of one predominant modality. It's a journal that considers all and indeed combinations of those as well. Mm, absolutely. And uh, just in case our readers don't know, uh, Deborah has, of course, done some work on looking at diversity in simulation journals before, both in terms of contributors, people who are on editorial boards. And I noticed that you have some uh, very familiar and distinguished faces on your senior editor list, Nancy McNaughton from Canada, Paul Murphy from the United Kingdom, uh, Dinka Pai from India, and uh, John Page from the United States, as well as yourself. You've uh, got a, some diversity even at that level, um, but it sounds like you're aiming for it at many different levels. Is that right? It is. And one of the ways that we are going to seek to achieve this is through developing some schemes that run in parallel to the journals. So we want to support um, reviewers in developing uh, reviewer expertise. And um, we're hoping to have a, a mentoring scheme that will kickstart. We've still got a little way to go before that um begins, but in order for us to achieve diversity across the editorial board and inclusion, that's one of the, the ways that we're going to um, seek to achieve it. And that's really interesting, isn't it? Because I think we've always had these aspirations and talked about how peer review should ideally have a coaching approach, but it sounds like you're getting quite explicit about that. And I'm reminded of some other sort of high-profile blogs like Canadian who do a coached peer review system. Uh, that that probably, though, is quite a workload for your editor group. Is that right? It is, and that's why it's not happening in the first uh, year with many other things to, to move with. But we recognise that in order to um, be true to the, the notion of inclusion, we have to provide that sort of uh, support. Uh, I think one of the other things that's distinguishing you is the, your uh, collaborating partners in this. It's the official journal of the Society for Healthcare Simulation India and the Pan-Asia Simulation Society in Healthcare. And uh, these are groups that haven't had as high profile a journal before, I'm guessing. Is that right? Um, that's correct. Um, so the Society for Healthcare Simulation um, India is one of the owners of the journal together with a publisher, Addy Health and uh, Wellness. And um, I've been associated with the, I'll call the Indian Society, the SHS, uh, for a couple of years now. I first contributed to their annual conference last year. And extraordinary, there were 5,000 people in this online conference. Um, so the scale of work that is taking place in India is absolutely breathtaking. So that's really exciting. Um, the Pan-Asia Society are also very interesting uh, group because they incorporate so many 
diverse cultures, I think much more uh, within a relatively short distance compared with, for example, um, if I just think about our Australian context, um, there's much less um, variation across that uh, geographical distance. That is um, really exciting for us. However, we are maintaining links with, um, and anyone who is familiar with the editorial board from BMJ Stell will recognise a number of familiar faces. And um, we're delighted to um, be publishing the um, supplement from the ASPE conference. So mm -hmm. that's the um, UK-based um, Healthcare Simulation Society. The conference is taking place in November and the um, work is currently being undertaken to ensure that that supplement will be available this year. Uh, all right, so a couple of other things here from the website. Single blind peer-reviewed open access journal. So this means it's free to readers, that's right? That's correct. And uh, the investors in the journal um, are enabling um, the first two years of the journal to be the open access fees will be funded by the owners. So we're very fortunate to have that opportunity to get started. Um, that anyone will be able to access any of the articles simply by um, going to the website or Googling the um, title, uh, even a bit of the title, the author. So that's mm. fantastic. And again, that comes around to that um, uh, in agenda for inclusion yeah so that is really important isn't it so and the other way people like might like to access it i have discovered that ijos already has a twitter handle that is at i j o h s i m and uh, no doubt articles will also be promoted there so if you are on twitter i can suggest you follow it uh, and i can imagine more than a few of these articles being uh, reviewed on our simulcast journal club so we're going to look forward to that or just switching to the um, contributors you've talked about diversity uh, you've talked about the fact that they're going to get to publish for free for, um, for at least the initial phase of this um, when funded by the publishers. And I'm just having a bit of a look again at the website here and the article types. And then again, they're quite diverse. You've got a lovely outline of original research, uh, protocol papers, practice guidelines, essays, debate perspectives, key concepts, letters. So again, this looks a bit familiar, but I think it's really nicely set out there so that people can plan their research um, with one of these endpoints in mind. So very exciting, Deborah. It is, and I want to draw attention to the study protocols. I don't know of any simulation journal currently publishing protocols, so that's um, new for us. And uh, we have our first protocol that will be published in the second issue of the journal. Um, and I guess the um, the other things that I'd like to draw attention to are the debate articles, the kind of the, the pros, the cons. And in our first issue, this is about interprofessional co-debriefing um, of simulation uh, practices. So that will, um, I hope, be of interest to um, many. Sometimes in those debate articles, we will put um, authors together, but mostly we're anticipating um, some sort of discrepant practices emerges and and um, authors or researchers decide to take it on for themselves. I'll also mention the key concepts. The key concepts are actually based on the academic medicine last page. And that's a really wonderful single page summary of a 
key issue in healthcare simulation. And we've got a couple of those in the pipeline. Um, the first one is looking at faculty development and looking at theory-informed faculty development, what we know about it. So that's a fabulous example from the UK. And um, I know there's another one that will be on the use of focus groups in healthcare simulation research. So they're one pages often infographic in style and just a really quick and easy reference. Um, and I mentioned before the really good stuff. This is often just your in-practice work that you want to share. Um, and they're the sorts of ideas that we're hoping will um, mm. be published in that section. And there's a lot of that out there, isn't there? These are really good ideas. Uh, and then unfortunately people feel the need to dress them up as research and then sometimes do some things that methodologically are a little bit unusual uh, in an attempt to try and squeeze them into uh, what they think is an appropriate publishing format. Whereas, as you say, maybe we just want to hear about this stuff and what you did and why you did it and what you found. And uh, yeah. I know BMJ's in-practice report, BMJ Stell's in-practice reports often uh, were of that ilk and I had found great uh, utility in reading a few of those and just thinking, how could I do something like that in my situation? And that other point of how, why you wouldn't do it. So we welcome people who um, tripped up and, you know, share that with us because it's going to save someone else doing the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, Deborah, as a veteran of uh, editor-in-chiefness uh, at both at Advances in Simulation, more recently at BMJ Stell, uh, we can wish you all the best, but it seems like a lot of thought and uh, process has gone into this from you and the um, board and the editorial teams. So we're looking forward to seeing these first uh, articles come out in the next few weeks. Is that right? Uh, yes, we were um, scheduled for mid-September, but I, I think actually it's going to be mid-October, mm -hmm. um, prob probably before then. Uh, but I, I don't want to set um, expectation uh, before then. And uh, we'll be using social media to promote um, the, the articles. And can I just give you a tiny taste of what's coming out in the first um, issue? Yes. Um, yeah, so we're, we've got um, some empirical research um, and we've been able to draw papers together from Canada, India, Qatar and the United Kingdom. Um, we've got some research that's looking at using simulation in improving approaches to uh, mental health training um, in the UK. We've got um, some research that's looking at ways in which simulation can support doctors, actually, and other healthcare professionals returning to practice after a period of absence. But it's actually not simulation to support those practitioners. It's actually supporting their managers so helping mm. them managers think about ways that they can better support someone having had an absence um, from work. Mm. Um, Dinka Pai, one of our senior editors, has done a terrific piece on looking at current and future directions of simulation in India mm -hmm. and really taps into some of that scale that I referred to um, mm. earlier. Uh, Kerry Knickle from uh, Canada is looking at scenario design, but um uh, so this is an essay she it's really tapping into what we've been saying about diversity um she's exploring notions of um othering mm -hmm. um in scenario design and raising questions of you know, who 
story is this to tell? Yes. Um, so that's fabulous. So that should all launch um, within the next month. Yeah, fantastic. Well, just as a reminder for our simulcast listeners, if you're interested in having a look right now at the website, it's uh, www.ijohs.com. There you'll find information about the editorial board, the leadership, the partnerships, uh, the aims and scope, and the manuscript guidelines, if indeed you're thinking about finding a way to submit something, write something. Deborah's giving you some tips about what they're interested in, uh, but it seems like very diverse interests. And as a reader, we're looking forward to seeing these offerings. And uh, I will say without fear or favour, reviewing some of them on Simulcast. So we'll be sure to give another shout out to the journal when those first um, articles are rolling out onto the website. Thank you again, Deborah. This has been such a great chat. Thanks very much, Vic. And just to um, indicate that if anyone wants to contact me directly, then it's deborah.nestal at monash.edu or directly through the journal at editor at ijos, that's A-J-O-H-S dot com. And um, that's about ideas that you might have, any sort of query about the journal. I'll be really um, excited to receive your request. Yeah, absolutely. And that information's on the website there as well. All right. Well, thanks again, Deborah, and uh, looking forward to it. And uh, this is Victoria Brazel signing off for Simulcast. Thank you for listening to Simulcast. 